Hi, I'm Dr. Allison Feit. Welcome to episode one of ShrinkThink, where we'll be explaining in detail the ideas behind the main Ask Fordina episodes. These are meant to be listened to either before or after the main episodes, but the information is, of course, valuable in its own right. Enactment is the way we unconsciously try to persuade the other into responding in a way that works for us. In other words, enactment is an action whose purpose, force, and intention are super high intensity, and that intensity creates a great deal of impact on the other person. Enactment is a passionate commitment to persuading or forcing another person unconsciously into a certain behavioral response. But how does enactment actually work? Through body language and the silence, pauses, eye contact, and a thousand other wordless communications. Even as babies, we learn to recognize and react to nonverbal communication long before words were available to guesstimate, amplify, or negate the message we wanted to convey. In other words, we have been raised from birth on how to appeal, induce, placate, and seduce another nonverbally. While in childhood, we unconsciously learned how to act to get the things we wanted, later in life, in heated emotional exchanges, we automatically enact the behaviors of childhood without the ability to autonomously decide how we want to handle something. This may sound confusing, so let me give you a common example. When you were little, you may have come to understand that when you made a mistake, your parent would become angry and you would become defensive. You've learned a script in which there are two roles that need to be filled, that of the angry person and that of the defensive person. Then, later in life, when someone makes a mistake, those are the only two roles available. So if someone drops a glass of milk and it shatters, although it seems like there are thousands of ways you can react, actually there are only two, and those are the roles that were available to you as a child. One common pattern that people who are raised by emotionally aware parents have is that one of the people is going to feel bad or guilty and the other is going to tell the person not to sweat it. For people who are raised by parents with less good parenting skills, the available roles might be different. One person blames the other and the other responds defensively, triggering a long back and forth cycle of blame, anger, and recrimination. You can see how this plays out in couples later in life. When something goes wrong, like you're in the car together and take a wrong turn, what roles are actually available to you? The next time this happens, watch the way you and a partner or a sibling or a parent reacts. Look at the pattern you engage in when things are heated and see how much autonomous control you actually feel you have in this situation. This formula is basic to modes of human influence. Think of seduction, sales, and evangelical movements, as well as countless other coercive forms of influence. In these systems, people are induced to play out the roles of guilt, shame, and low self-esteem. 